bro, bro, bro. We don't got that much time. He's gonna be back soon. What do we? What did you see this week? Dude, I went to go see Toy Story Four. Oh no way! Oh crap! Andy's here. We're back, guys. What's up? Andy left, so we're good. We have time. He's gone for the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gone for the night. We saw Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. and, you know, we want to keep this trend going since we did a retrospective of X-Men. X-Men. Of the X-Men universe uh, in our last episode. So, so since Toy Story 4 is the official definite ending to the Toy Story franchise, we have to do a retrospective of this awesome franchise, because it's been in our child since our childhood Yeah, and now. Um, and we literally grew up with this. And this film changed the game. Like, Toy Story 1 was, like, the first animated yeah, the, movie. No, no. First ever Pixar movie. It was the first ever Pixar, but our first full-length digitally animated movie. Yes. And ever. it changed the game. And, like, if you... I, I After I saw Toy Story 4, I went back and saw Toy Story 1. And, whoa. Man, talk about a glow-up, man. Right? Like, the, the graphics, the animation... From then to now is like night and day, man. Mm-hmm. See, back then you can tell it's all like even the human characters. They kind of look a little freaky. Andy's friends were all Andy clones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you didn't even see their faces. They were all like right, but they're out. pretty much they were the same body of yeah. Andy, but they were just dressed and then, differently. Like, and like even the mom, you didn't. She didn't even have a face either. No, she all didn't. All you saw was like uh, like a profile yeah. or like the back of her head, <laughs> and like no, it's completely you know. Yeah, so we'll dive but, that. Yeah. We'll dive deeper into that in a second, but let's see what's what's happening in the news this week. Man, there's actually, you know, I'm the Marvel guy, so I always keep up mainly with Marvel news. So I'll start off with that. Oh, um, uh, first and foremost, um, Lady Gaga has been confirmed to join the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume what? Three. Yeah, I did not hear about this. Yeah, she's uh she's gonna play the voice of her character is called Lady Lila. In the comic books, this is Rocket Raccoon's girlfriend. They're dating in real so. life. Because I heard. Oh, really? Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? I'm pretty oh, sure. That makes sense. I'm pretty sure. You no, know, probably Bradley Cooper putting a good word. And, you know. You I, saw how they. Well, they filmed that movie together. And, and, to be honest born. with you, I, ne- I was, had no interest in watching it. That's why I didn't care. To, I haven't to seen watch it either, it. but I saw like. A I've heard great I, reviews about it, and they said that chemistry was great, and, and there's, I've seen pictures of them actually yeah. out in public in real life, so I, I can see, see that, you know. Mm-hmm. Now that you mentioned. You made me remember that. I can see why they went with her for Rocket Raccoon right? because for all you who don't know, which I don't know who doesn't know, Rocket Raccoon is voiced by Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. So, and I saw a performance of uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga with that song they sing in that film, and a lot of people were saying their chemistry was like kind of way like too very close. genuine, yeah. very, genuine, yeah, very like intimate. Yeah, and so they're like to like something... a to like a actual real level, not like an acting. Yeah, level, like, like there was something real. going like yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually are confirmed to be dating. Then it'll be authentic acting, voice acting. <laughs> there you go. So that, there's that. That's cool, that. though. Okay, cool. Lady Gaga just joined the MCU. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, you know who Ryan Coogler? The yeah. The director of Black, Black Panther. Panther. And producer of Space Jam 2. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Um, the reason he, why it's happening. He already confirmed that he's almost done writing his outline for the script of Black Panther 2. Oh. He should probably be done with it within the next week or so. And by the end of him... Uh, writing it down, he'll have a meeting with, with the director of Marvel, which is Kevin Feige, so they can you know, con- implement, you know, it? implement it and then get the the budget and the production started for Black Panther too. Uh, it's so exciting! I really hope they go with the route of freaking introducing Namor. 
That would be freaking amazing. That Even would, if it's like an end credit scene, I don't care. You know? It would just be cool to introduce something completely different. Like, just something like a whole different and like a new entity. World? Yeah. Like, and like, that's what, it's that, like worlds merging, different when, ideals well, that's combining. What, that's what Black Panther did. It introduced the whole world of Wakanda, which is like a whole something we've never seen before. Yeah. And so, for, even if they go that route, you know, because I know they're going to have to deal with a lot of, you know, the way Black Panther ended the first one. You know, with the whole, you know, them in, in, introducing themselves into the into our world, you know, taking Wakanda out of just a little a little tight space, you know, their own private space and actually opening up to the world. Yeah, we're That was a big more. deal of it. We're going to see how they integrated like, into the, the world. Whole, exactly. Yeah. So I know they're going to have to be like struggling with, you know, adapting to that new lifestyle and then also the, the struggles that come with it. And then I'm pretty sure because one of the things that Black Panther did was introduce a lot of real world issues, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a comic book way into the movie. They're going to pr- use that as an aspect to... Introduce to introduce more real world issues, but within the comic book, you know, mythos and how it uh, affects the world of Wakanda, which should be pretty awesome. And like I said, like that little, I really believe it was a Namor Easter egg. What they did in Endgame, it was. So, it had to be. So I'm ho- yeah, yeah, yes. You're totally right. It's possible that freaking Namor and, and Black- then that could str- that could be you no know, Wakandans versus you no know, Atlanteans. Atlanteans. And so that would kind of it can reflect into like in the real world, which is you know. You know how it is the the fight against racists. You know. Yeah, we like culture clashing. Exactly. Oh, so that would be awesome. That would be really great to see. In knowing Marvel, they could do it right. Oh yeah, they um, man, and especially how big of a hit Black Panther was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the fan base is huge for this character, so I can't wait to see what they do with the second one. That got me really hyped. I'm yes. so excited for that. So, um, Marvel has confirmed what they will be doing because I'm. I mentioned, I believe, in in a podcast, previous podcast. Since DC is out, DC and Warner Brothers is out for San Diego Comic Con this year. Oh, yeah. um, Marvel took advantage and took that slot, and so they will be returning to Comic Con's Hall H panel this year. And they have revealed what they will be uh, showing at the Hall H panel, and they will be unveiling for the first time the official first announcement of all of the the Phase Four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So everything after Spider-Man Endgame, I'm sorry, not Spider-Man Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home, you know, after the events of that and afterwards, everything that's going to happen as far as movie-wise, movie, movie wise, which movies are going to be confirmed, which movies are coming up, all yeah. that stuff. So they're going to, you know, for the first time, reveal it to the public. They will also... Are they doing the movie slates too? Yes. Ooh. Yes, yeah. yeah, so because a lot of people were hesitant that they were going to wait till D twenty three, but they're not, huh? No, D twenty three is mostly going to be focused on uh, Star Wars, huh? Star Wars and the Disney Plus. That you makes know, sense. You know, so like Mar- all the new updates and all the stuff, because they're really, really pushing Disney Plus. Yeah, you know, so that they're makes really sense. Focusing on making this a perfect app, and so we actually we're going to get some of it on the, that. The Comic Con panel. They're probably just gonna save the Marvel DC Plus shows for D twenty three and just do everything else at Comic Con. At Comic Con, they're actually they're gonna just the uh, of the shows they have confirmed that are known to the public. They're just oh. gonna talk about a little bit of them. You no, know, which is all MCU related. That's what they're gonna talk about. Everything else that's gonna be included in the Disney Plus is gonna be all talked about D twenty three with more details, more information. I think maybe I think a couple of beta testing as well. Okay. Know, they will show like how they'll probably have it like demos on the floor. Yeah, like how the how the um, UI is gonna look. The yeah, interface. exactly. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yes, and then they will also confirm 
how the 21st century Fox characters, how they were, that they're going to confirm their introduction into the MCU. So when they're coming? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so they're probably going to, like, just vaguely tech, touch on it, because I'm pretty sure they don't have much on it, because it just, you know, just happened. Mm-hmm. So, and then X-Men just ended, so I'm pretty sure they're not, they're not going to reveal too much, but they will probably just confirm it, and they're going to say, oh, they're probably, something along the lines of, oh, they're... Expect them, expect to see them soon, something like that. Yeah, and that'd uh, be but cool. Like, but actually coming out to the public and saying it will be the first time. That'd be cool. They get that multiverse theory with the X Men and Fantastic Four, but they're on different worlds, and they do a whole Secret Wars, where all the worlds are crashing on each other. Ooh. And then they end up like being in one universe. So the X Men, Fantastic Four, they're already established, but they're in our they're in our Earth now because all the other Earths are gone. Ah. That's a one way. That would be a cool Avengers movie, too. You know, uh, wait. It would be an Avengers movie to bring him in. How I would like to see them, like, just mention it, like, either an end credit scene or even an Easter egg in Doctor Strange. Because Doctor Strange deals a lot with, you know, other universes, other realities, and stuff like that. You know, and Doctor Strange is going to project him soon, too, right? So they're going to definitely expand that That, world. I hope so. That would be be pretty awesome. Damn, I'm just so, like, after Endgame, you're just like, you're just excited for there's so much more they can do. Mm-hmm. God damn! And then for and then the final thing that they said they will talk at the Hall H uh, panel is uh, all the information and casting news for the Eternals, which how as we know now Angelina Jolie is confirmed to yeah. be a character in there, and also all the casting news and everything they have on the Black Widow movie. I think they're probably gonna show like a real quick trailer, but it's just gonna be probably like a little te- tiny teaser. But it's only going to be in the room. They're not going to put it online, pretty much. No, no, definitely not. It's just going to be whoever's ever there. Yeah. Which, speaking of Black Widow, did you see the leaked images of Taskmaster? Yes. I like take for at first. I was like, "What the hell?" But like, it looked like a Power Ranger to me. I was like, "What kind of like?" Yeah. It looked like the main. What's that white? The guy, ah, Lord Ooh. something. Oh, Zed. Yeah, Lord. He looked like freaking Lord Zed. Oh, because of that visor, huh? Yeah. yeah. He looked cool, but if you... You guys can go ahead and just look on and just type in Black Widow movie Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the villain of the movie. Yeah, and but if you look closer, you start seeing the little details of, of Taskmaster. Taskmaster. You see his, his hood. His white. hood, and then the whole orange and, and yeah, blue. Yeah, so if you, t- if you look, you see it. I was like, okay. And I think he looks cool. He looks, I think, yeah. you know, because they, they're... Because it was a blurry image, so if you look a little bit more closely, you can see the details that are coming out, so and then you get... You start seeing they can't do the comic book, you know, copy, because it'll look a little goofy. I wonder how they're going to do his skull face, though. I'm thinking they might do like what they did with Crossbones. Because Crossbones in the comic book, he has, his face is painted like a skull. And then he has like the crossbones on his chest. Mm-hmm. But how they handled that in uh, the Civil Civil War, which is like just like white on... He had like a, like a helmet mm-hmm. and then like white on it. And then just like a scratch in the shape of an X on his chest. Yeah. That's, so something like that, maybe like his mask, like he just paints it with a skull on it. Yeah, that's cool. Or like, they actually uh, burn his face and he has like a look skull. Uh, nah, that would be a little too graphic for kids. I don't think they'll go that <laughs> I don't think they'll go that route. They just saw everyone die. They think they're good. <laughs> yeah, they turn into a cloud of puff. You know, that's it. Um, what else was that going to... As far Ooh, as Marvel... So wait, before we leave on Black Widow, yes. they're definitely going to show a Budapest scene, right? With Clint. Oh, they have to. They have to have a cameo with they've been, Clint, right? they've been saying it for so long. Did they even like, mention it in Endgame? Yeah. They were way yeah. past Budapest now. And they mentioned it in... The first time they, we ever get a mention of that is yeah. 
the first Avengers movie. I hope it's not a throwaway like how the whole Nick Fury losing an eye. Don't even remind me of that because I'm still <laughs> pissed about that. But yeah, I, that'd be pretty awesome. You know, they do like a they they show that mission. Yeah. You know, in Budapest and then like because isn't that the mission where Barton was was when he let her go, right? I think it is. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe. We'll but find out <laughs> what happened on that mission. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that would be awesome. They finally like show us what happened. Maybe that's where. Maybe that's where they meet, and that's where he recruits her. She finally turned in like after everything she does. Like that's where maybe she. Maybe that's finally... maybe that's where they encounter uh, Taskmaster. Maybe mm. like that's where like the final fight is in Budapest. Yeah, and then hopefully, by introducing Taskmaster in this movie, you know we will see him return in the future because He's Taskmaster badass. actually takes he uh, is a very important character in the Avengers in the comic book because he actually becomes like the hand-to-hand trainer in the Avengers compound you know he uh, because of his ability his power you know his mutant ability which is muscle memory but he, all he has to do is just look at somebody doing something and he can learn you know like he sees Captain America fighting but it's only once he literally has to do it once yeah. and he already knows yeah and like he like gets recorded in his brain and he can fight just like a certain, yeah. a certain person just perfect easy. memory exactly and so that would be pretty awesome to see that you know and uh, that's gonna be we're gonna see that when he fights Black Widow Black Widow's gonna be like what the fuck he's gonna be like what are you doing mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> yeah so we'll see what they do with Black Widow uh, I'm a little looking forward to it because I kinda like Black Widow she was a cool character she was like honestly like it made sense that she would be the one to take it because she was like the heart of everybody. Yeah. I feel like she was the heart of the team. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, yeah, she was... She was well, I would have loved to see she her She was like the continue. glue for everybody. Yeah, there you go. That's better she kept everybody it. together. Yes. So I would I would have loved to see more about, on her, but, you know, unfortunately, she's gone, gone. So, but... Uh, yeah, she's dead, dead. <laughs> and the final bit of Marvel news that I have is... Um, in uh, in support to help promote um, Spider-Man: Far From Home, um, the director of Marvel, Kevin Feige, he went you know in an interview, they asked him you know since <laughs> Spider-Man is a uh, a New York character, they asked yeah. him so what do you, what are your thoughts on you know the the other Marvel uh, New York characters that are in the MCU, which is the ones that were in Netflix, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage, and he said that. You know, there is a lot of great characters in those Netflix series, but in this period of time, like right now, they can't use them. You know, but he would like to use them, you know, later down the road because he's not sure how their contracts were developed. Because they were, Marvel approved those series, but they weren't overseeing them. You know, it was all Netflix is doing. Yeah. It was all Netflix. I think they let them have the license because after the show releases, they still have the license for like a good year or two after because the rewatchability. So it's probably going to take, I want to say, two to three years minimum. So hopefully, I would like to see those characters come back for the MCU somewhere down the line. Like how Marvel wants to do, like, yeah, these shows are still fresh in our mind. Yeah. They really want to desensitize us. They want us, they really are going to wait for us to forget about these shows. Because that way, when they introduce whatever they want, yeah, there's going to be a couple of us who compare it to the old ones, but but the majority is not. There'll be enough, enough time gap in between where, oh, is, uh, like how we just saw X-Men Dark Phoenix that's why I'm pretty sure what they're gonna do they're gonna for, wait for, before they introduce any X-Men characters we're gonna have probably like an Avengers and a half or uh, Avengers and like the next one coming out before we see the X-Men yeah most likely definitely most likely than that. and so yeah the, we'll see what um 
where they go in the future as far as those characters. I will, I, like I said, I would definitely love to see them return. But me, personally, I think what, the route they're going to go since, you know, with the whole uh, Fox merger to, yeah. with Disney, um, when they did that, uh, they also took some of the stocks and some of the, I guess, ownership of Hulu. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things they that for any, like, mature or R-rated content, they, Disney will Disney slash Marvel put that on Hulu mm-hmm. instead of on their Disney Plus app because Disney Plus they want to keep it as family friendly as possible, and so they say and but like, they want to cater to the hardcore exactly. Fans. So like they say when they whenever Deadpool comes back to the big screen, and then so instead of after they take it out of movie theaters, instead of going to to the Disney Plus app is going to go to Hulu. Hulu. So when when Disney Plus launches, you know Deadpool one, Deadpool two will be on Hulu. Instead okay. of Disney Plus, because now that oh. um, Disney owns Fox, that includes all their movies, all that stuff. So those movies will be on Hulu. Okay, good plug, and I have something to add now that you're in the spot. Okay, Sony. I think this is. I don't know if this is confirmed, but they were saying with the Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland. I don't know how many films he has contracted with them, but what they're going to do with his character in the arc is that the next couple movies is going to be him. They're saying the next couple of trilogies with this character, so that's like with Tom Holland. Yeah, so that's like nine movies with him. Wow. So the first three is him in high school. Of the course. next three is him in college. The last three is him as an adult. Ooh. And Tom Holland had, while promoting Far From Home, he uh, said it in the interview that he would he will continue playing this character for as long as the studio allows him to because yeah. he loves playing. Spider-Man slash Peter Parker, and so he's he's more than and he's really young. So we're really yeah. gonna watch him grow. Exactly, and he's more than happy, more than welcome to play this character for as the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care how long it'll be. He doesn't care. He will play. He will keep continue playing this character as long as the studio allows. So him if to. they're gonna go that route, it's gonna. It, this is amazing. That's awesome. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. So um, couple. Uh, so moving on from the next bit of news I have is uh, Netflix actually has a bunch of news they've announced. Uh, one, I know since I would say is your baby because you're a huge fan of My Chemical Romance, and so Gerard Way, uh, graphic novel, The Umbrella Academy. You know they Netflix they adapted it to their yeah. series. Um, season two, right? Season two has officially started filming. Okay. So uh, okay, I thought they were gonna do another comic. <laughs> no. I was about to like jump on like, oh, another comic's being adapted. Well, okay. I don't know about the comic, but no. Okay. Uh, Netflix has confirmed that season two of the Empire yeah, that was a guarantee because the first season was great. From, they they only announced that they confirmed they were gonna do it, but now it's officially we're getting it yeah. because they're already filming it. Yeah. And this, that show was great. You saw it before me, and you told me watch it. It's good. It's good. It's good. I put I put it off for a while. I wish I didn't because I me and my you wife hooked, binged right? it. Yeah. Bam. It is. Good, it is you know. so good. I was a little ticked off with the cliffhanger ending. Yes, but, but it was because it was so brutal that a cliffhanger yes. ending. It was like, ah, I hate cliffhanger endings. The Ellen Page so but did not expect it was good that though. From her. It was good though. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that. Either. It took me by surprise. I'm pretty sure you already knew that. I knew it, but like, it was just great to see it. I'm just like, how are they gonna pull this? I off? never read the comic, so I was like, what? Yeah. But it was I thought cool. she was. I, I literally thought she was gonna turn into a violin, but her just being white was like, I'm okay, cool. She turns into a violin. In the comic book, the physical violin. That's so weird. But it is a weird comic book. Yeah. So, but I I will say my favorite character is um, what's his name? The guy who sees ghost. Ah, what's his name? Damn it! But him. <laughs> but him. Yeah, I really really like his character because I like the the um his own personal struggles, how it affects his life, 
and then him actually wanting to fix his life. Um, but him, he's really uh, his story throughout the entire series. It, uh, it I really, really enjoyed watching him. And every time he would, Klaus, Klaus, yes, thank you, Klaus. <gasps> he's uh, he's really, really cool because yeah. and uh, he was funny too. Like the things he was saying, dude. Yeah, he was a hilarious. Character. He was funny, but his storyline was brutal when he went back in time. Oh, in the Vietnam and then he War. Comes back and like he had a whole life. He was and, all jacked up. Yeah. in the head. he was already jacked up as it was. But he got like military jacked up. Jeez. So um, so yeah. So we're getting can't wait for. I don't know when the next when next it year. will be released, but next summer probably. Um, Netflix also announced. Um, did you see the Castlevania series? This no, I series? didn't. It's really really good. You should yeah. really watch it. Uh, I got hooked. I'm a huge fan of Castlevania. Yeah. So when I they announced that they were gonna do this animated series, I was like, hell yeah, I'm sold. Then I watched it, first season, second season. It was great the whole way through. It's freaking awesome. Um, so the guy who was in charge of the Castlevania animated series, he went to Netflix and he says he wants to adapt the anime My Hero Academia into a yeah, live action series. This. And okay. who I would love to see that. How would they handle it? I'm not sure because how, I would say kind of over the top My Hero Academia yeah. is. You know, but... I would love to see that. Well, they would have to do a show. It can't be a movie. Yeah, yeah, no, they said a live-action TV series. That's what they would like to do. But, like, just the scope that that it will be, how big of a scope it will be if they go, you know, to do a live-action of this anime. Because even though it kind of seems like a fun, playful anime, it has, like, deeper story to it. Yeah. It, and then the characters, they're so fleshed out. And so they gotta really, if they want to really do it, you know, they're gonna have to handle it very, very well. But I would, I, I'm totally down for that. I'm totally down too, but yeah. Because I'm a huge fan of it. I really liked it, you know, uh, as soon the whole as I saw that. Yeah, I think the whole controversy is gonna be people who are cast, like always. When True, they announce of the course, cast, it's always course. gonna be crazy. No, of course. Hopefully they get it right though, because I would, I would like to see a lot of Asian characters. Yes, exactly. A lot of Asian characters, you know, they would have to do that, but we'll see how it goes. But uh, hopefully, there's nothing confirmed yet. Okay. But we'll see. Um, did you hear about that Netflix is bringing back My Last Airbender? Yeah, with the original showrunners. The show, the creators. No, some of them, not all of them, because really? the the main main guy who who I guess you say the writer, he's not going to be involved at all, actually. Oh wow. Yeah, they have some of the producers. Some of the other people who work behind the scenes, the animators, stuff like that. But like the as far as writers and directors are all brand new. And but I would say for those who are huge fans of it, you know, um, the the original director, which I believe his name is Giancarlo Volt, something like that. Mm-hmm. He said this. This I'm actually just I'm reading it quote by quote. This is actually what he said. He says I am not involved, but I've seen a very very early preliminary stuff, and it actually brought me to tears because it's really that good. So Dang. that's kind of giving me hope. I'm like, I can't wait. My last, keep uh, my last Airbender. The, la- the last, my last Airbender. <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender was a pretty freaking awesome anime, and that especially anime, for being an, an American was, anime. It was deep animation, because when I first saw it, I thought it was you know Japanese anime, but it's not. But it was good. It was so good. And then I really enjoyed this the second, which is The Legend of Korra. I really enjoyed that. I really too. enjoyed it too. That was really cool too. It was really fun. I, the only thing I don't like about it is that they barely went 
to like they didn't bridge the, the yeah and there was job. a huge gap yeah and they didn't really they barely hey, maybe mentioned that's what it. they're gonna touch up on in this new series that giant time gap if they do Korra because they're just gonna go through the last Airbender right yeah so maybe they'll bridge up. maybe they'll definitely cut off maybe some of the hopefully poof. hopefully if the show does get picked up for that many seasons they could go like past season three. Oh yeah they could probably do the whole Zuko's mom Ooh, that'd because be cool. like they because I know they continue that in comics. Yeah. But like they could put that in live action. Yeah. Did, and then, did you hear about the original plan for season four? No. Before the um, before well, like after season three, there was a plan to do season four. It was about to be a Azula redemption oh. arc. And it was about to be. It was gonna be Zuko bringing her back. Because oh. you know how she went crazy. They yeah, said, yeah, yeah. They said she was gonna get worse than that. She Ooh. hasn't hit rock bottom yet. She gone crazy, yes, but she was gonna get worse. Ooh. And Zuko was gonna be the one to bring her back. So it would be very Zuko and Zula. And uh, I'm pretty centric. sure they probably would have done the whole mother thing there too. And that would have been cool because it would have been, uh, I would guess, refreshing to see somebody else take the sensation instead of just Ang. Yeah. Is it Ang or Ang? Ang. Ang, okay. Ang. American version, Ang. Sorry. Ang. <laughs> I know I, got, I, I know you probably don't like this, but I actually enjoyed the movie. I like the movie. The only thing I enjoyed was Wafa. They nailed Wafa. I want to just like jump I on actually, just, I you know, people say, oh, because whitewashing the actors. I'm like, I don't care about the actors. I don't care as long as you give me something entertaining. I watch it, and that's what them for me. To me, it, that's what it was. Yeah, it was I can nitpick though. Like the only thing, it's hard to watch because it's like they do so much movement just to do something very small. Like, but it's because uh, he does like a ten minute dance, and then the, you hear a gust of wind. <laughs> still, it was still good though. It was good. It was still good. I get it, but I'm just like. You know? Come on, it wasn't as bad as people say. I, I, it's not as bad as people say, but it's just little things like that. It's just like he's fucking doing a whole exercise routine and then. <laughs> little, little it was still good. Yes. Come on. It was still good. Um, so, I did like um, Dev Patel. Yes. I as think. As uh, right? yeah. yeah. He was cool. He was cool, yes. He was actually cool. And I role. actually like the, the actor they picked to play his dad. I forgot his name, but he's a really good actor. Um, oh, they did show his dad. Yeah. Did you know Mark Hamill was the voice in oh, the cool. anime? The really? Anime of um, Barlow Rosai. No shit. Yeah, that was Mark Hamill. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that. Man, that man can really disguise the voice. Cause, right? Man, he, he's well, a serious voice actor. I'm pretty sure his name was in the credits. We didn't even realize <laughs> it. <laughs> we were young. We didn't yeah. watch the credits. Yeah. When you were young, you don't care about end credits. <laughs> right? But um, well now you do because of Marvel. And then they introduced, <laughs> they showed Zola at the end, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. See, so, see, I, I think M. Night Shyamalan shouldn't care and just go ahead and do part two because like how he wanted to. Maybe he can learn from his mistakes, what people didn't like, and then no, do it. There's no way he's gonna get the rights again. No one's uh, gonna give him the rights ever again. Man, he can try to ask, but they're like, nah, you, you kind of jacked it up. Right. But no, I, I would have loved to see the part two. For sure, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the Netflix announced that they will do a. They're also adapting a live action series for the Sandman comics. Oh, I did hear about this, yeah. yes. which is kind of cool because for those of you who don't know, um, I, me personally, I'm a huge fan of the Lucifer TV show, and uh, actually, Lucifer is a character from the Sandman comic book. So if Netflix takes 
the Sandman comics, you know, and to adapt them to a live action series, mm-hmm. I wonder if they will eventually cross it over with Lucifer. Or bring in Lucifer or mention him or something. Because the um there's you already get there's four Lucifer seasons of cameo. Yeah. You show up and be like, what's because going on? Lucifer, there's four <laughs> seasons. You know, they did three seasons on TV and then they uh, I'm sorry, they did four seasons on Fox network and then Fox cancelled it. And then but it, it left like on a cliffhanger. You know, it left on a cliffhanger and people wanted to see more and they had a huge fan base, you know, me including. And so Yeah, I never watched it. Oh, you should. It's good. It's really good. It's it has fun drama. It, it's really good, and it's about the devil. And it's, come on, just think about that premise. The <laughs> devil. The way you described it, I'll probably watch it. Too, the, it's funny. the devil, you know, is meant to be this ruler in hell. <laughs> yeah. But then he gets bored and he wants to take a vacation. He goes. He moves to L.A. He <laughs> said he gives a middle finger to hell and is like, ah, I'm leaving later. <laughs> and he goes to L.A. And goes to L.A. Pretty much going to hell too. Opens up a nightclub and. Boom. And like, you know, just stuff unfolds. But it's really good. It's really, really good. I'll check it out. It's and on then, Netflix, right? then once, then so I was bummed out that they got, you know, that Fox canceled it. But then about, say, I want to say about a year and a half later, or not even that long, probably about nine months or so, Netflix announced that they picked up the rights. And so, and then you can clearly see the yeah, difference from season that. four to their, to Netflix. Netflix's season five. It's huge difference as far as the tone the visuals, um, and they're like definitely because Netflix doesn't have any limitations. You know, they cuss, the blood, gore doesn't matter. So they're doing all that. The, the cussing for sure, and partial nudity, <laughs> and like you can tell they the next Netflix is flexing there. Like, hey, look, we can make it better. We take what you did and made it better. And <laughs> I can see them going like, "Fuck, ooh, I like that." <laughs> <laughs> they do say a, a couple cuss words, yeah, and then so. Uh, funny if they acknowledge it. And season season five was freaking awesome it was really really good and so i can't wait to, and then netflix has confirmed seasons uh sadly but happily uh one more season but that was it that's gonna be the final season oh well at least they're like wrapping it up for people yeah so with them confirming a sandman tv show you know i wonder if it'll take place around the same like i wonder if they'll like i said if they because i know for, for sure they're gonna do lucifer before they do sandman yeah. so i wonder like somewhere in Somewhere along the lines in Sandman, we'll get a like I said, Lucifer cameo, Lucifer Easter egg, yeah. a crossover. I'd be cool. Who do you think to be playing Death? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's still too early in the stages to tell. <sighs> Who I would pick? I would go just like how they did with Lucifer, a brand new actor, no somebody unknown, somebody mm-hmm. boring. You know, because I'm not saying there's 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 no good actors that famous actors that we know or anything like that, but. Now I would, I would like to go with a new cast. Somebody new, somebody and like Netflix is really good for that to like show new faces, new fresh faces, new actors and actresses. Because yeah. in a lot of their original content, movies and TV shows alike, they have a lot of good actors and actresses. So you can play Dream. Mm. Jared Leto. You, you, <laughs> I can see Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah, Jared Leto probably make a good fit. But we just have to wait and see. But yeah, so as far as my Netflix news, that's all I have. You think they could throw in Constantine in there? Ooh. And they could bridge that? That would be freaking awesome. You know, like a cameo yeah. or maybe like, like They a could like guest bridge Constantine it. like in Swamp Thing. Hell like yeah. jump around like, ah. That would be freaking cool. Yeah, I do Justice League Dark. Oh, and you sent me uh, actually images of this. They already, the first official images of The I Witcher. Like, I like my nudes. <laughs> 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 I was like, sorry. Those two. No, um, 
The yes, Witcher. The Witcher. They also sh- I didn't show you the the other characters, but they also showed uh, Siri and Jennifer. Yes, I saw those. Yes. Oh, they look so badass. I know. Like I, I was. That's I was just gonna about to ask you. I know you're a huge fan of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. So how, you actually like Cavill, his look. Compared oh, to I was the, like the look, I was like the Ville. Who's the Ville? Cavill. 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 Yeah. Cavill. Like seeing it like legit, like actually in character, he looks dope. I would have liked to see the beard though. Yes, but I guess he's gonna grow it. They said he grows it, like in okay. throughout the show, he's gonna grow it. Okay. So, okay, that's fine. That makes sense. But I, I was pissed. I was like, where's his like his freaking silver blade? He only had one sword. Maybe he he'll, he'll get it. Maybe he'll get it. Yeah, maybe he'll get it. But I'm just like, bro, you should have your sword. Both of your damn swords. But it's cool. But I just can't wait. It's going to look great. Gonna... As, long as, as long as they don't give him that porn mustache that he had in Mission Impossible. No. <laughs> right? I hope not. Oh, jeez. But he was good in that movie, though. Yes, yes, he was, actually. I really enjoyed that movie a lot. <laughs> and funny little little tidbit, but in, um, you know in, um, in Mission Impossible how he, like, does his little arm little locks? Yeah, like that. Yeah, his reload, his reload, and Krypton. They did a little homage to it when um the guy, the main guy, he's like he's a Superman's great grandpa, right? Yeah. So there was a part where he's about to fight Zod. He does a little. He's gonna fight Zod now. Well, it was in the Lobo. No, it's Zod. Oh, okay. Well, the, Lobo, the the Zod does show up. We have to watch it to find okay. out. Okay. But he does like when right he's about to fight, he does a little arm. The same thing. The same thing. Oh. And he like, gets him ready. I'm just like, oh, like a little. You know, since that's Cavill, son, yeah. Superman, so grandson. Yeah. yeah. So right. That was a little homage to that. Oh, okay. A little shout out. Um, that was pretty cool. So, the uh, I just remembered. Reloading the gun. For <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention. Um, we finally have. Um, I'm done with Netflix news, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Disney has Disney has confirmed they have the lead actress to play Ariel in the Little Mermaid live action. Yes, remake. that's very true. Her name is ha- Halle Bailey. I don't know who. I have no clue, no idea who she is. She's an R and B singer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, I don't listen to R and B, so I wouldn't yeah. know. But uh, I know there's going to be a whole bunch of controversy with this, you know, casting because of the fact that Halle Bailey. Is I believe African American descent. I know she's darker skin. Yes. You know, and everybody's used to Ariel being super white skin with red, red hair, hair, blah blah. You know, I wonder if they're gonna give her the red hair. I can see them doing that, but I, I looking at Hallie, she's like I can say I can help. Ugh, I can't speak, but she definitely would fit the role. I can mm-hmm. see it. I definitely, oh, I definitely see it for sure. You know, I, and I like the the what's the word I'm looking for the. Uh, I guess you could say the diversity. There you go. That's what yeah. I'm the that's diversity right. they're doing it. They're not trying to like just copy everything, you know, frame by frame, you know, character by character. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking the story and you know throwing a little spin on it here and there, mm-hmm. and, you know, and making it you know for live action. And it's kind of cool. And what I'm not okay with is the fact that because they already confirmed the voice for Flounder, and it's Jacob Tremblay, oh, which is cool. That's that's, that's perfect. Actually, that's a, yeah, exactly. That's a perfect casting Perfect choice. casting choice. And it's going to be spot on. And Disney is trying to get Melissa McCarthy to play Ursula. That's going to be... I, I can see that. I like that. The only... Oh. The, the only gripe I would see with that is hopefully they don't try to make Ursula comical. 
because because of the fact that Melissa no, McCarthy I is think a, Mil- is a no. I, if you seen her latest movies, she's been taking some very serious roles. I, I understand that, but I'm saying I hope they don't try to like push no, a little I, bit of comedy I, yeah, in there. I, I know they that. will have comedic moments. It's natural because the Little Mermaid. No, has there's something moments. about being in a Disney movie where actors kind of like step up their game. True. If you're yeah, in a Disney yeah, movie and right. this is gonna be a classic Disney movie, which is movie? exactly what happened when we got proven wrong with Will Smith as the genie. Exactly, we thought he was gonna be garbage, but no, he was but actually the best part of that movie. And it, it it just felt that was like a classic role for it. It just feels classic. And so, like I wouldn't want to change anything about his role. So now that I remembered that, I will if they go with Melissa. It's not confirmed, but they say but she's the totally number, She's it. the front runner for that role of Ursula. I could totally see it. I think she would nail that role. And she would definitely be 100 percent CGI. Just with her face. Just her bottom half. Well, her top half. She's blue. Ursula's or gray. Whatever. The, her skin color. Yeah. With white hair. She has so to be CGI. So from here, from her chest up. No, oh, her makeup? chest down will be CGI. Because she's an octopus. Yeah. And so then her Everything face else will be and makeup arms and will be makeup. Yeah. I could see that. That'd be cool. That would be really But cool. hopefully and they don't jack it up, you know, too much. I don't much. think so. I think it's going to be great. I know. I, I, I trust Disney. I know what the, they so, know what they're doing with their movies. They make them really great and they present them really well. Oh, and it'll be cool to see what how the color and just bringing the, the like, Ariel's world underwater to life. It's ah, uh, it's well. I'm really. I think they're gonna nail it. It's gonna be really colorful and really bright because Lin Manuel Miranda is doing the music. Ooh, okay. And he's adding a couple new songs. Yes, I heard that. Yes, he's adding a couple new songs. So I heard that. Ah, uh, he's he, doing some original and he did songs. The, and he did the songs from Moana. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so he's going to be, he, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not too bummed about that. Do you think Melissa McCarthy will do the, her actual singing voice? Like, her actual singing, or they will get a singing double? No, she's going to do her actual singing voice. Oh, it's pretty interesting seeing her sing, singing that song, The Poor Unfortunate Souls. I was thinking that. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm pretty, oh, she's going to nail it, Do you think they're going to, like, give a personality to her eels? Or they're just going to be like... Creepy little lurking that laughs every now and then, just how it is. I'm pretty sure they're gonna keep it like that because they did it with the parrot. The whole parrot had so much dialogue in Aladdin. Oh, that's he right. Barely, and he barely spoke in the movie. That's right. Hmm. So he's probably gonna be like a little yes or something like that. Hmm. But I'm, oh, I'm so if I'm kind of I'm really hoping Melissa McCarthy gets it because I'm like it's ah, she's gonna nail it and she's gonna have so much fun doing it. I know it. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And then, but. The one thing I don't agree on is they confirmed uh, actress Aquafina to play the voice of Scuttle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel about that because I'm used to, you know, first of all, Scuttle is a male. And so they're going with the whole gender flop. Yeah. You know, and then Aquafina. I-, I can see, you know, what might save it is if they make, you know, Scuttle like a comedic relief. Because technically that's what he is in the, in the animated version anyway. Mm-hmm. And Aquafina, I can just see... You know her her role from Crazy Rich Asians, you know all like full of energy and like talking really fast, really loud. You know I can see that in Scuttle, which would make it funny. But I would I would have been be- more okay with it if they would have just you know it would have been a bird but not called Scuttle something else. But eh, we'll see. But I'm fifty more fifty fifty on it than negative, for sure. Okay. And then, uh, did you hear, um, the one I'm actually, of all these live actions, the one I'm super looking forward to is Mulan. Yes. No, after the huge, huge negative backlash that they got that Mushu was not going to be in the movie, you know, fans just went in an uproar. They were pissed. Is that going to be in the movie? No, he is now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they ended up, that's why he got pushed back. 
It was actually supposed to come out this year. I believe. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, around like towards the end of the, yeah. the year. It was, Mulan was scheduled to be released this year. But they they pushed it all the way till next year because they had to do a whole May, bunch of May or, May or June of next year. It's gonna that's a whole bunch of reissues to add a whole new character. Exactly, you know they they were uh, like halfway done with the more than halfway done with the movie when you know they confirmed that Mushu was not gonna be in it. But then they're like, oh shit, fans are pissed. I think we gotta change that, and they did. So I'm gonna say I I want since they brought Earl, James Earl Jones back for Mufasa, I want them to bring back Eddie Murphy. I really, really want Eddie Murphy back as Mushu. Because I can't see anybody else trying to be Mushu besides him. That's very true. I'm pretty sure, because I feel like we're getting a resurgence of Eddie Murphy soon, because they're making Coming to America too. No shit. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's coming back for that. What What could be the story to that? Like, the, that no movie was, was pretty much a, a good conclusion. It had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. You know, it had their happy ending, whatever, whatnot. So what the hell could they be, you know, especially, it's been so many years. Eddie's old as hell now. Um, Arsino Hall's old as hell. That's if they bring Arsino Hall back. I think it's going to be more of like social awareness about maybe he has a kid. It's not born here and he brings them and they're going to be like, oh. Zamunda, he's born in Zamunda. Yeah, he's they're going to try him, to be like a. Bringing him back to his to her, his wife's parents house social awareness about the whole DACA system and everything in the US I can see that hmm we'll see I I don't think that's like it's one of those that do we need it do we need it no no it's kind of like if they said they're gonna do a sequel to Scarlet but I can see like if that movie's coming out I would see them using Eddie Murphy to bring him back for Mushu I hope so that would be great um Donnie Yen's confirmed to be in the movie Ooh, that's who? As, uh, I believe, uh, he's a, his, his character is going to be like a brand new character. Oh, okay. But the, the way he's described, I see it as, you know, uh, Mulan's love interest, uh, Captain Chang? Yeah. Remember his dad was in the military, mm-hmm. was, you know, the commander, and he died? Yeah. Um, Donnie oh. Yen, the way he's described is Donnie Yen's character is the commander, like mm. the dad. I don't, I don't know if he will actually be the dad, but the role... Similar to what the dad was. Yeah, he's probably going to be the first one to die. Probably. But <laughs> now, I, I, was, I was actually surprised they got that. And um, oh, that's instead, of, instead of, uh, they're not going with the actual same villain, uh, Sean Yu. They're going with a new villain. A brand new villain, but it's going to be similar to what Sean Yu was. Oh, okay. And they confirm the role of the villain will be played by Jason Scott Lee. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, do you remember the movie, this is the one that's just, because I just recently saw it, it's so fresh in my mind, Balls of Fury, did you watch Balls of Fury? Yes. The ping pong movie? Yeah. The, remember when the main character, he's learning to play ping pong, he goes to like this underground Chinese club, mm-hmm. and he plays ping pong, it's this little girl. Yeah. The, her, fully her, 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 I guess her, her, her right hand guy, mm-hmm. this Asian dude with long hair and a mustache. Oh, yeah. Him, that actor. He's gonna be the villain, which is kind of cool because he's like a veteran um, okay. um, Asian actor. <laughs> veteran ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> he's a veteran Asian actor, and he actually he did a really good job back in the day. He played uh, Bruce Lee. Really? Yeah, yeah. He played the movie. Uh, he played Bruce Lee. And was, and he's a good actor. You no, know, as, oh, as far as Asian, and like the entire cast is all the majority is Asian, and I'm super happy they got Jet Li to play. He's gonna play the emperor. Yeah. Movie. You see what I mean though? Like you see how they're gonna shape this movie up and it's gonna be presented in a way that's really great. 
Mm-hmm. You see how, like, Definitely. Disney knows what they're doing. Like, these are classic stories, and they're going to tell it great. Like, if you look at Little Mermaid in that perspective, they're going to tell it great. It's going to be a classic story. I, and I see what you mean, because I just recently saw Dumbo, the live-action Dumbo by Timber. It was cool. Right? Uh, at first, I was a little skeptical it was, with the like, direction they were yeah, going. But everything it worked. How they yes. did it, it just worked. Uh, and, like, when they confirmed that um, the mouse, uh, Tim, Tim, Tim the mouse, oh, that yeah. he wasn't in it. That hurt. But... Uh, I don't know if you if you caught it. Um, Colin Farrell's character was kind of like the the human version of Tim, because he was the one that kind of guided Dumbo, and he was the one that kind of cared and took. Uh, yeah. It was, was kind of divided into Colin Farrell and the two kids, like yeah, the role the of mouse, of Tim the mouse. Yeah. And like, cause even at the very end, like when they're helping him escape and all that stuff, Colin Farrell delivers the exact line that Tim the mouse does to Dumbo in the anime. And Colin Farrell tells it to him, like, oh, you never needed the, the, the feather to fly. You always knew how to fly. It was always in you. So just, mm. you know, just, just fly, Dumbo, just fly. And, you know, Tim the Mouse in the anime yeah, was the one who tells him that. But Colin Farrell is the one that says it. And so we're like, and I'm like okay, I, I can see what they did there. But, you know, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> as far as what Disney's doing with these live action movies, it's kind of, it's pretty cool. They you know, just, like, they just know I, I know a lot of people. It. They're like, "Oh, Disney's just recycling what they have. They don't have any ideas." But no, they've started way back in the day with these live action remakes. It's just now with technology, and you know, they have the financial mm-hmm. ability they treat to it be really, able to do it. really well. Yeah, so I, I like it. It's like so especially far, so. in the beginning, I totally forgot about that theme song with the the, the train. Yeah, they started playing it. I was like, "Oh, yes, it exactly. just throws you back, right?" And then um, this year, the other live action. There's two more live actions that are going to come out this year. Besides Lion King, which I'm super looking forward to. Oh, dude, it's getting better and yes. better. And, uh, I didn't know Eric Andre was in it. Yeah. He's one of the hyenas. Yeah. I did not know that. I was and then Jordan Jordan Michael Key. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little oh. bummed that freaking they don't have Ed in this movie, the hyena, that retarded one. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it, I'm, I'm super excited for it. It's, I can't wait. And John Favreau being the director, oh. come on. He did a fantastic job with The Jungle Book. This I is can't wait to see like what a, he does with it's this. It's gonna one. be. A, I heard it's just like another step up in the jungle. Book. They said this puts the jungle. Book. I know for sure we're gonna cry again with the Mufasa scene because oh. it's gonna be because it's gonna be live action. So it's gonna be more realistic and it's like, yeah, it's gonna freaking rip our hearts it's out. Like again. Watching that trailer looks like you're just watching a nature documentary. Yeah, <laughs> the way yeah exactly. Oh, but man. I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. It's like what less than a month away. Yep, yes, yeah. a month away. So with the other two live action ones, um, I don't know if you already seen the trailer to one of them, which is Maleficent, the sequel. Yeah. Looks it looks good. good. Actually, look, I don't think we needed a sequel for yeah. this, but... I think it's one of those movies... Visuals, man. Yeah, it looks, the visuals look great. It's like one of those movies where you just like... You just take it because yeah. you don't know what to say about it. You're just like, okay. We'll see. But I can't... The, the visuals, it, they were blowing me away. Now I just saw a trailer. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to see that just because of the visuals. You know, the story-wise, we'll see. Because I'm kind of a little confused on the story. or like, what's it about? Because it, it, it kind of concluded in the first Maleficent, you know, the, and they, how they kind of switched the story around a little bit. I was a little, like, so she, iffy about it. Sounds like she just gets jealous about the new queen. Kind of, And that she's, yeah. like, her mom, her and then the, And the new queen is, like, trying to get rid of her. Yeah. And so Maleficent's, you know, kind of, like, retaliating against that. But we'll see. And uh, the other one that comes out in November, they haven't shown trailers of it, which is uh, the live-action Lady in the Tramp. That comes out this yeah, year. Yeah, well. it's gonna be on a Disney Plus. Yes, it's gonna be right to the Disney they Plus. They showed a uh, image of how they look like. Oh, yes, you're right. I showed you. 
Yes. Yeah, showed the of Tramp. You're right. The oh. Lady and Tramp. They, they showed them. I wonder if in Comic-Con they'll show the first trailer. I'm pretty sure. That'd be pretty sweet. Because Tessa Thompson's Lady. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Who's playing Tramp? I totally forgot. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to you guys we'll on, that back to on that one. We'll get back on that one. So, um, as far as news goes, that's all I have. Oh, no, I don't. I totally just remembered. Daisy Ridley is uh, the number one, uh, I guess, choice at the moment that they, that Warner Brothers slash DC want mm-hmm. to play Batgirl. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can see that. With orange hair. Yeah. Batgirl has orange hair? Yeah, she's a redhead. Oh, you're right. I totally forgot about that. You're a Marvel guy. Speaking yeah, of DC. Totally forgot about that. Speaking of DC, did we plug in that um, they're having a... Andy Muschietti, if I'm saying that right, um, the director of the It movies. Okay. He's in talks to be taking over the Flash. Ooh. To direct it, and it's supposed to go into production soon, right? Yes. After Fantastic Beasts finishes. Yes, uh, Ezra, Ezra Miller just confirmed in an interview, um, because at first, and how I mentioned my, I believe it was in the last podcast, mm-hmm. um, when DC announced that they were going to reboot the entire DC extended universe. That's what that was called. Yeah. Um, they were going to reboot the whole thing with the new Batman movie with the new Batman Joker and all that stuff but they at first they announced that they were they were, they were dr- terminating all the contracts of the original actors but guess not because Ezra, Ezra Miller very recently in an interview he said that um, he's still on to play The Flash and they will start production right as soon as he's done filming Fantastic Beasts 3 so what about Cyborg? <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Some, something Fisher? Ray Fisher Ray Fisher I, I would love to see him come back as as Cyborg. He he actually he was great. He was actually one of the few characters in the Justice League that I thought was really good. You know, I would love to see his origin, like from the beginning, like when he was a football player. We get a buddy cop movie with the Flash. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be cool. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. So um, after Fantastic Beasts three is done filming, because it's currently filming right now, um, we'll we'll uh, we're we're gonna start production on the Flash. You think what story were they gonna go with it? Because if they first they were gonna say Flashpoint, but I don't think they're gonna go with they, that anymore. They better not. They just they just gotta introduce everybody. Maybe do the reverse Flash. I don't know. That's probably the most uh, 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 best option yeah. you can go with is uh, the reverse Flash for sure. You yeah, know, his origin, that. how his mom got killed, all that stuff. Even though we've seen it, you know, just like Batman's death, we've seen you know the reverse Flash a million times. But oh, you know what? What maybe what they could go with? Go with the grudge. That'd be cool. That'd be really. And then that, I would the prefer end, that like because that'd like be so Easter different. Egg, as an Easter egg or as an end credit scene, the reverse flash. I would go with that. That the reverse flash was helping grab. Yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be, be so cool because like which DC movie is like where a monster, like an animal, is the villain? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. That'd be great. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, the last- technically. We will see that in Wonder Woman too with Cheetah. But she's not the main villain though. She's not? I don't think so. I, I would think she is. Is she? Yeah. I'm still not happy with I... Kristen Wiig as it, but we'll see. No, dude, you're going to change your mind. We will see. No, you're going to change your mind, dude. Mm. I'm having a Will Smith moment right here because I don't like the casting choice, but I might like it once I see the movie. Yeah. So we'll I re- see. No, I just, I, already, I, I just <clears throat> imagine that she's going to nail it. Well, the last bit I knew that I got is that for the Lord of the Rings TV show, uh-huh. they got a director for the first two or three episodes, uh, Jay Abrona, the guy who did Jurassic World. Ooh. 
He's going to do okay. the first two episodes and then stay on as a producer. Ooh, okay. I can't wait because I'm a huge fan of the Lord so of the Rings. So it's picking up. So maybe at Comic-Con we'll probably see an image or something. Yeah. Some concept art. And the, the, one, the one Netflix TV show I really want to start see something is The Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe. Oh, yes. The, the Chronicles of Narnia, I'm sorry. Not The Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe. The Chronicles of Narnia. I'm I pretty sure we'll just get like a teaser poster. I don't care. I want to see something. I want to see something. I want to see them actually doing something. That we're, you know? It's like it's moving forward. It's coming yes. closer. Yes. I see that coming next Christmas. Um, for DC news, um, the last one I have is um, for the Birds of Prey, you know. I was about to mention that. No, Ewan, Ewan McGregor, as mm-hmm. I was saying, he's Ewan. playing the villain, which is, he's playing Black Mask. Mm-hmm. The, some of the uh, early screenings, the early screenings, they began overwhelmingly positive reviews saying that he's one of the best villains that DC has ever produced, period. I'm excited. So I'm like, he must have done a hell of a job, you know. And like, and who—that's a perfect casting choice. He's a great actor. He's a great. You actor. can't get better than Ewan McGregor, you know. And Black Mask, the, the character he is. Oh yeah. Oof, I feel like. Heck yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I can't like... wait. And then also, uh, last bit of news: uh, Bill and Ted has officially begun. Filming. Yes, I did. Bill see and Ted them. face the music. Face yeah. the music. I love that title. You know, they uh, they're it's officially begun filming. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I think movie. for me, that was one of the coolest uh, movie announcements they did. You know, when uh, Keanu Reeves and... I always forget the name of the actor. Yeah, plays the other, Bill's, uh, play, plays the other one. <clears throat> How they were like in character. Yeah, bro, we're standing here in front of the... Yeah, and they're just like... <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, Keanu. Bill and Ted is coming back. Yes. So, it's going to be great. It's going to be probably freaking hilarious. Yes. It's going to be freaking hilarious, and, and especially because both actors are so mature now. You know, it's been so many years. It's just great to see them just step back and back into the And it's going to be a little weird because, see, you know, John Wick, or kind of has been John Wick in all right? his other series roles, and then him going back to that role, like, what? He's going to nail it because he's that kind of actor. I think he's going to f- slip right into that role back. So before we jump into the main topic, which we're, you know, well, I think we already took a long time talking about the news, but did you see Spider-Man Far From Home? I did. I want to talk a little bit about it before we jump into the news. It was good. For Just give me your best answer from a 1 to 10. What do you rate it as far as like how, how much did you like it? I give it a 7 out of 10. Really? That the beginning was really choppy for me. Like, we'll try and not do as many spoilers as possible. We'll do maybe do a spoiler review later. So we'll like, try to get a brief review of just what the best way our thoughts de- on it. The best way I can describe it is I couldn't click with the movie until they finally got to like Europe and they find he finally met Beck. Okay. That's when it finally started clicking for me because I just couldn't connect because it just felt like, like I get it like Nick Fury took over the trip to get uh-huh. Spider Man to meet with him. But, like, they didn't really make that flow well. Like, next okay. thing you know, they're on the boat. Okay, cool. They're on a the boat. They have an awkward moment. Then, bam, they're in front of the hotel. Okay. They don't really get that much context. They just, like, walk through the front door when they get there. They don't talk to, like, the front desk, if I'm being... Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't... They just don't I mean, make... they were already checked in through a phone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But, like, there just wasn't no connective I re- flow in the beginning. Now, it's like, what's going on? We're here. Oh, crap. Now we're here. Oh, crap. One of the things that I was a little worried because how Endgame ended, and so, because how this Endgame, you know, how there's that time jump, you know, five yes. year time jump, you know, they Donald did the snap, wiped out half of the, the universe. Blip. Yeah, they call it the blip. They call it the blip in Far From Home because they don't know that a snap was the one that 
made everybody disappear. So I like the fact that they addressed that. That yeah, a lot of you no, know, a lot of the the school school uh, the classmates or whatever, a lot of them were uh, uh, you know disappeared by the snap slash blip, mm-hmm. and I like that they addressed it. That they even showed some of the characters from uh, Homecoming that were young back then. They are old now. Yes. So, oh, God. It's, it's kind of cool that they did that. I'm like, okay, cool. They actually addressed it. <laughs> I love the part like they made us repeat the grade from the beginning yeah. of the year. <laughs> and for them, it was just like... Yeah. So it's like it's like they woke up from a nap and they were like, what the hell? Yeah, I have to exactly. do it all over again? And in fact, that one thing <laughs> that, that they, they showed in this movie, in Far From Home, uh, when, in regards to the blip slash snap... Um, <laughs> You know, showed when they, after the, how they just like, they showed video footage of like, a lot of the classmates just like, dusting away. And then all of a sudden, in the same exact position that they dusted away, they come back. Mm-hmm. So, I want to know if Marvel will address. They did. No, 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 hold on. If Marvel will address, like, let's say, someone that was flying on a plane. That they, did, they, did, they did address it. Who? They said, when Hulk did it, he's smart. He knows better to okay. not do that to people. So he had to really think it out. And who was the smartest person in the room besides Tony Stark? It was Hulk. Hulk. So when he was getting everybody back, he's like, his hands are burning. He's like, it's hurting them because he's thinking about putting Uh, everybody back. So uh, he made sure everybody was back safe. uh, So that's why Hulk was like, I'm the only one that can do it because I'm strong enough and I'm smart enough to put people back where uh, they should be. Instead of just anybody snapping, oh yeah, everybody comes back where they left off and yeah. So, so if you're on a plane, those people are probably just like, woke up in a field or something. Ah, uh, okay, okay, I see that. Because that plane's crashed, they're gonna be in the middle of the air. So yeah, they're gonna come back and they're like in middle air and just yeah. Fall they did to address it. They said like, come on, he's Hulk. He's the smartest man. He knows. Okay, better. okay. That 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 I did not know about that. Uh, it was recent though. Okay, that's why. Okay, then all right, all right. But yes, Far From Home was actually to me. It's probably just I'm a little biased because of the fact that I am a Marvel fanboy. You know, I freaking loved it. It was, for me, from beginning to end, I was like, at the edge of my seat, I was like, oh, this movie's awesome. I loved it, but like, at the very end, when he was finally in New York swinging around. That was cool. It was like, finally, he's in New York. He's like, even he said it. Like, like, don't you need a friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man? Like, yeah. like I want to be in New York. And he wasn't, he barely in New York. So I feel like finally, the next one, he's going to be in New York swinging around. Because we haven't seen him in New York in like, how long? Yeah, because even in, in Homecoming, he really wasn't in New York. No, he was, he like was in the like suburbs. In the suburbs and like, in, uh, on Like, he wasn't on the bay going down Central Park. He wasn't going down Yeah, and then they Times showed Square. that. We weren't told it was brief. They showed that at the end of yeah. this one. Him swinging, and then when he does that, he like... Get, that like wingsuit thing he, he flashed through one of the buildings that yeah. was cool like that was uh, that felt Spider-Man like, yeah. oh he's in the city like he's finally bringing that in that was the only thing in the beginning yes he went on Europe and he went to around so no yeah. I don't, we don't want to spoil anything because the movie just came out so we want to yeah. give people some time to watch it that's very for them. true what was your thoughts on for, first of all Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio was, was fucking awesome he was great they handled the he character well it. and I like how they they did a um, I don't know if we can talk about it, but the, the his backstory, his backstory. Oh yes, yeah. the it How was it? like a callback. They did a lot of callbacks to some of the other 
previous Marvel movies. You guys, you will know what we. What, like he's what been we around mean. for a while, and you get to see how long he's been around. Yes, and you when you see it, you'll know like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. So I like that they did that, and like they brought it full circle it to this it one. Full circle. And then you know now just I, Jake Gyllenhaal as Quentin Beck. Oh, he did a freaking awesome job. I'm just like realizing now. I totally get how they said that this kind of ends everything because they kind of called back. They did call back to the, like the very first Iron Man movie. Yes. So that's how I get it now. How it kind of goes full circle and ends everything. Yes. Okay. I was, <laughs> and so Here what I want to ask you, the first end credit scene. Oh, okay. Yes, that's that's huge. That was huge, right? Yeah, like so I did not expect it at all. For uh, for anybody out there who's a huge Spider-Man fan, you're about to get the biggest sense of satisfaction in the world. You'll, you'll, as soon as you see it, you will immediately know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I they pulled that fucking off? Yeah, really? they pulled it off. So, that was cool. It had, it had the same kind of, the same type of cliffhanger from Homecoming. They did? You, yeah. felt, you felt that way? Yeah, because like, when Aunt May found out he was Spider-Man, you're like, oh, oh crap, she yeah. finds out super early like that? That's right, that's right. And then they, then, then and you get that kind of shock value out of this. Yes, but I will say probably multiply by ten because yeah. it is really, really something. You, you it's very never sad. in a million years you and would try and get nowhere. This. Yes. It's like you, something else is happening. Then bam, this, they just drop it on you, and you're just like, what? Yes, and then the second end credit scene. So yeah, so yeah, so you guys will know there is two end credit scenes: a mid credit scene and you a brought them end back credit after scene. Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, the very final end credit scene, it. We don't know 100% sure what it means or why, I, it, I but it, I already know. We know, but we it, ca- we're like it's a little 70% gli- sure. But you definitely get that glimpse of to in the future, where, yes. it, where it's going. Yeah, we're like kind of 70% sure what is happening. Yeah. So like, we can't wait, because that's yeah. actually very exciting. Super exciting, because Super especially exciting. the characters possibly in the future that will be involved, you know, because of what's happening, you know, so, oh my God. But for me... I give it a definitely eight point five, for sure. You know, it was good for me. It was really yeah. good. Definitely a step up from Homecoming, and yeah, oh yeah, the, and the action sequences, they were awesome. It was great. It, it was, was just yeah, the first half for me just took me a while to get 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 to get in the rhythm of it. Yeah, we'll discuss more in the in the in so. spoiler review. Hell yeah! <laughs> so now, what we were here for, Toy Story. Yes. A retrospective of Toy Story oh because, bit you know, sadly but surely, <laughs> you know, Disney slash Pixar have confirmed, one, this is the last Toy Story, two, this is the last Pixar sequel. As yeah. far as Pixar is concerned, they they will all of their movies coming out, they're all one-offs. Yeah, because they don't want the original stories and they, and they're not gonna do any sequels to anything else coming out. You know, Frozen. Uh, Fro- uh, you can't include a lot of people. Try to say, "Oh, what about Frozen?" That's Frozen Disney. is Disney animation. It's actually yeah. not Pixar. And so, um, and so yes, Toy Story Four. You know, I was. I don't know about you, but were you skeptical when they announced another Toy Story? Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, "Why?" Because Toy Story Three had a perfect ending. Perfect ending. And like you know. Andy moved on. He gave his toys to a new person. Yeah, you know, they have a new kid. They can start all over. Yeah, and cycle just again. yeah, exactly. But no, we it took us. Well, at least for me, it blew me away. As far as like, whoa! I did not see that coming. And yeah, it gave you closure where you didn't think you needed it. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. You know, you're like, we don't need it, but we actually, we didn't realize we did. It was right? actually pretty good. Really the good. The story was good. And uh, one of my favorite things about this... Spoilers, if you haven't seen <laughs> Toy Story 4. I don't see why. Who, who, whoever's a fan of Toy Story has already seen Toy Story. Right. Whoever has not seen it, they're actually doing an effort to not see it. But... I like one of my favorite things about this movie is that the, the main characters from the first three actually took a back seat and it was focused more on the new characters. Yeah. I really like that. kind of don't like because what made the third one so great is that everybody was involved. And it was, it was the was core. Group. It was a core. core group. And it was everybody. Everybody, their screen time was, everybody was evenly matched. Everybody yeah. was involved. With this one, everybody was just in the RV. It was just about Woody, Bo, and Forky. And the main ones. And then yeah. you get Bunny and Ducky. Yes. Duke Kaboom and uh, Buzz, sort of. Barely. I would say not that much. Okay. Because, yeah, because he's running around. But um, that was the only thing I didn't like. It just felt, it was very, it felt like a little... You've just been nitpicky. Cause that I'm was, being that nitpicky. Was awesome. It was awesome, but like, I just didn't, I just felt, it was felt like a little disconnect. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted everybody involved. That's why I love about these movies. Everybody, all the toys. I don't like just these toys. I like all of them, you know? Okay. So, Mr. Potato had only had, like, one line, right? Yeah. And there are a couple of lines, but, um, I, like I said, for the reason why I really liked the, the, the classic characters taking the backseat, because you get to see, you know, I would say it's like a, a different side to the Toy Story, uh, franchise mm-hmm. you know they get to focus on other stuff and then just the story itself it was like you know because the way Toy Story ended you know kind of left like you know kids eventually grow up kids eventually you know move on mm-hmm. you know and your toys have to the toys is like that's their purpose is to be there for the kids and so once Andy you know he moved on he gives them away they're like what other purpose could a toy have and this one shows you there's more to to a, a toy's life than just you know belonging to a kid yeah and um, there's more ways to bring joys to kids than just being there f- being there for a kid there's different ways and that's this one shows that in a very very different way and it was awesome really great and I don't know if you you kind of saw this but this this one had a little bit of like horror movie elements to it too especially with those damn puppets <laughs> those do- uh, Gabby Gabby's puppets Ventriloquist dummies, yeah, Vincent. Oh my god, they were scary as hell. Those things are floppy, and like they only, you know, in real life, they only have movement or animation when the hands in there. So like when they're walking around, they're like like all floppy and stuff. Yeah, that's freaking creepy. And then like the the story, like what Gabby Gabby her her motivation, she literally wanted Woody's organs. Like I need your organ for me. Right. I want and your then, voice box. Yeah. And they were like really ripping it off his back, like all and then, like, like when he find Woody finally actually gives it up. Like you can see the stitching. Yeah. On his back. That was a little, you know, traumatic. like man. Slow down there, Pixar. Jeez. It but, was even more traumatic when um, she finally got what she wanted, and he just oh, threw her. Oh, I know that. Was, that was brutal. Man, I kind of laughed at that part, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. Because. <laughs> The reason why she wanted this voice box is because she want she wanted that feeling to belong to a kid. Because she was broken out of the box. Yeah, she was broken out of the box, so she never got that experience. So she said, if I get my voice box fixed, a little girl would love me. And so when she finally got her voice box fixed, and, you no, know, it looks like she's finally getting what she wanted. And the little girl's like, 
meh, and just tosses her to the side. Man, it was heartbreaking, but it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, but man, it like was brutal. But going back and like, comparing it to like how far the Toy Story franchise has come from the beginning to now, like how mm-hmm. we already previously mentioned, you know, the animation for sure is oh my huge difference. Young Andy. Yeah. What a glow up. He had a oh. big old head in the first one. <laughs> and big old alien eyes. Yeah, yeah, big old like, yeah, I just remember like his big old dome. But now in this one he's like really and tiny. Even like uh just like uh that scene when, when Bo finally when for the first time Bo shows Woody the carnival. They go on top of the carousel oh, yeah. and then like it's like a wide shot of the entire carnival. That looks like a photo realistic shot. It looks like an actual live like carnival? a real carnival. You know, just like the animation is just Whoa! Yeah, they were saying that in the inside the the antique shop, every time you're in, every time you're inside and you can see shelves in the background, they said there's so many Easter eggs on the shelf. Really? That you, could, you could pause it and do a whole Where's Waldo type thing. They said there's so many. They crammed so many Easter eggs in that antique show, Ooh. antique room. So yeah, I want to see I want to watch it just to see what kind of Easter eggs you see oh, up that's there on cool. the shelf. And then. Obviously, Pixar, one of their biggest things, or actually there's a couple of their biggest, they, they put it in every single um, uh, Pixar movie, mm-hmm. they have a continuous amount of Easter eggs. And I wonder if they did that for this one as well. And like the Pizza Ooh. Planet truck. I didn't see the Pizza the, Planet truck. The, that number, A113. I'm pretty sure it was there somewhere. And then the, uh, what else, that the ball. Uh, that yellow ball yeah. with the red star and the blue stripe. Holy shit. That one. I didn't see. I the know. actual Luxor lamp. The lamp. Yeah. And uh, there's one more Easter egg that they always put in all the movies. Can't remember, but I know for a fact, because uh, I just re- recently rewatched it a couple weeks ago, um, in um, Incredibles 2, when there's a scene where they show Jack Jab in his crib, one of the toys in his crib is Duke Oh, Kaboom. it's always a character for the next movie. Oh, and the next movie coming out is Onward. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure somewhere in the movie there was an elf somewhere. An elf or a dwarf or a it was a, unicorn. It had, it, 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 it's usually one of the main characters. So okay. it's either... They're not the elves, order. though. They're, um, no? uh, they're like trolls, kind of? Yeah. So it had to be... Whatever they are. Or one main character from that movie is in this movie. Uh, That's how they probably. do it. So Duke Kaboom was in The Incredible Crib, so yeah. he showed up in this movie. Ah, okay. I for, see. I see that. And I remember they did that for um. For Finding Nemo. They Buzz did? Lightyear was in there because Toy Story two was coming out. Or oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He was uh. He was on the floor. No, and in also the, in the dentist um, shop. Mister Incredible was in there too. Yeah, Finding Nemo. He was, he was one reading of the, the comics. comics. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Now I have to rewatch it. Then. Yeah, I want to rewatch but, it. But so for you, out of all. Four Toy Stories. Which one's your favorite? Three. Three? Really? Three, because it was just everybody was involved. It was mm-hmm. about because Andy didn't get rid of just Woody. He got rid of all, everybody, the whole core. So you felt it all together, and they're all about to die, and they all hold oh, hands. Scene? Yeah. Man. So it's like it's just you care Tixar, about pi- Tixar. It's, Pixar. Pixar yeah. tearing out our hearts like that, mm-hmm. man. And this one was. I just, cried a little bit. Yeah, it hurt. It was the same bye to everybody. As a group, mm-hmm. and it was just more involved. What What do you think about that heartbreaking scene where Woody's saying goodbye to both? That was hard, dude. In the beginning, and then he was like, <sighs> he was about to jump in with her, and then Annie's looking for him. Yeah. Oh, that scene back. was. I, I like how they called that back because yeah. then you don't know you you don't know what happened to her 
in Toy Story, once Toy Story, Toy Story 3 rolled around, they just say that she's just gone. Yeah. But they don't really, like, a lot of the classic toys from 1 and 2 were not in part 3. You know, including, you know, one of them being the RC car. I like how they recall the RC car. Hey, and the little blue goggles, the little black Yeah, ones. Lenny. Yeah. yeah. He was gone. Uh, the penguin. The penguin. The penguin's gone. Wheezy. Uh, who else is gone? Um, well, we know what happened to Ken and Barbie. You know, they stayed in the daycare center in Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did show Barbie. They show Barbies? Yeah. Three of them. Yeah. In this one. But um, who else was gone <laughs> by part three? I can't remember who else of the main characters. But um, I like how they recalled that, that scene with Bo. It was it's very sad, too. Yeah. It, 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 I didn't expect it for it to cut, to like, uh, yeah. to hit me that hard. It you hit know? me when she was like, I'm not Andy's toy. I'm a yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. He's like, you gotta stay for Andy. He's like, but I'm not Andy's toy. He's like, I'm not Andy's toy. There's nobody on my foot. Yeah. So I'm just like, That's damn. Right. That was brutal. How'd, she, how'd you like Bo Peep's new look? I liked it, but you can still see her look. She just had her, like, she, all she had to do was put on the, she had to turn that coat around and she was back in her outfit. Oh, really? If you notice, yeah. And oh, the coat, yeah. it was like, this flipped over. Everything oh, was just flipped oh. over. Oh. It was on the inside. So she just had to flip everything over. She was wearing the same outfit, but it was just flipped. And her, um, because her cape was the dress. Yeah. It was just because she puts it on and mm-hmm. off. Oh, and then the okay. little, in her little staff, it had like a little rip, like a little boat, like a little rope around it. Yeah. That was from her corset. Oh. Okay. That's some of the things I didn't realize. Yeah. So all she had to do is. <clears throat> and then like how she's broken. She has her arms oh, broken. Oh, that was so <laughs> funny. Like, she's like, oh my God. And then Woody's like. I'm just kidding. It happened. Woody was like shaking. She was like you know, traumatized. traumatized. <laughs> like it happens. Just give it back. And right. And tapes it up. Like porcelain. <laughs> but that was just That was funny. Though. And then um, another part jumping ahead when um, Ducky, Bunny and Duck. Bunny and Ducky. Bunny and Ducky. When you see the sheep. Six eyes. I see six eyes looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> They're freaking me out. The my, for me the part that made me laugh the most, I just was when they're when they're trying to figure out with them and Buzz and whoever and I think Duke, no whoever was with them and at the antique shop. Remember when they split up into two teams? It was Duke. Was it Duke? Because he had I the motorcycle. I thought Duke was with Woody and Bo. Oh yeah. Well, whoever it was, but oh the little cop, the little cop. Yeah, it was Buzz. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm talking about? Sorry, the little Jimmy cop. Something good. Something she was hilarious too. She was funny. She was right, but her buzz and when she popped out in that little Polly Pocket type thing, I was <laughs> dying. I was like, "Holy crap!" Oh, I'll be right there. She right? jumps in the car, <laughs> goes a circle. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Funny, um, but no, the part that had me dying was when it was the little cop Buzz and Ducky and and Bunny. When they're trying to figure out how they're gonna get the key from the old lady, oh how they go with their plans. three plans, and then like, them attacking her. Oh my god, that <laughs> was freaking <laughs> hilarious! <laughs> and then like when they finally get the key, they're like, "How'd you get the key?" And like, it shows she just sets it down in front of them. It was very hard. Yeah, it was a an impossible mission, but we pulled it off. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I can't believe that was it just, funny. It went that way. It was freaking hilarious, and I try to stay away from spoilers and everything like that. It took me a minute to realize Keanu Reeves was the two kaboom. Really? Yeah. Like when he started talking, I was like, that sounds familiar. And then when he, I see you going on, I was like, oh shit, Keanu Reeves. Which yeah. was a cool casting choice that I was not expecting, to be honest. You know, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's for man. you, Bijan. 
But for me, and then when he did the jump, it went. Pop. I thought his head popped off. The first I know, time. I thought he did his too. His head popped off, but no, it didn't. But um, <laughs> oh my god! I think for me, one of the Why? saddest Why saddest realizations when I watched this movie is Mr. Potato Head, the voice, Mr. Don the great Don Rickles. He uh, he had passed away. Yeah, but he they, passed away two years ago. Actually, it's been that long. Yeah. He uh, right. He died right when they were gonna start production to this movie, but they felt like um, the creators. They felt like they, they had to include him. They obviously, but they they didn't want to replace him or get a different voice. So what they did is they went through a bunch, like a whole bunch of unused voice footage, uh, a lot of uh, his old comedy comedy standups and all that stuff, and they were able to isolate voice clips and stuff to make his voice for this movie. That's Which cool. is another reason why Mr. Potato Head didn't really have much lines. True. But yeah. that's that they want to say still. it's still Don Rickles, you know, sadly he was gone, so he couldn't actually voice him himself. But they took Don Rickles' voice from different other outlets and put it in this movie. That's nice. Did you did you stay to the end credits? Yes. The, uh, I, like I how forgot they, his name, but the little GI Joe characters. That was freaking cool. Oh. Action, Action Jackson. Action Jackson. That was cool. How he was trying to high five, but he nobody was trying high five Woody, but then Woody turned around and he and just like, like nobody high five him. He just Aww. stayed there. And at the very end, Duke Kaboom does. But the little... they legit played it off so naturally and made it so funny. Yeah. he's like legit waiting. They're still like, continuing. They're all high fiving and he doesn't. Nobody high fives him. And he just keeps walking. Like, oh, that shit, that shit was. <laughs> Funny. Then at the very end, then credits and do kaboom. You know he does his little stunt, and then he, he comes up and he high fives him for sure. <laughs> that was cool. That was funny. And then they had the little Don Rickles, you know, tribute yeah, at the end. Was... That was cool. But yeah, man, you know, I think it's pr- definitely uh, Toy Story has been a great impact to not just us but to a lot of people who grew up with this movie because you know these are movies. They're freaking toys, but the story behind them, behind these movies, is just so impactful to us in our lives because the lessons they teach us. I think yes. that's that's the biggest thing that we can and take especially away. Especially with Forky, the lesson they teach us. Oh Forky. my God, Forky! Oh. Why haven't we talked about Forky? Forky was a freaking awesome character. He was hilarious. He was awesome. I'm just trash. I'm trash. I'm trash. Maybe some salad. Maybe some something else. But, but no, trash. not a toy. And like he just kept on like, jumping in the trash, but I love, I love, I love the scene where Woody's convincing him that he's not just trash. Oh, when they're walking, Yeah. Right? No, oh, what is it when they're walking? But yeah. He, yeah, when he realizes, he's like, I'm Bonnie's trash. Yeah, I'm Bonnie's trash. Yeah. That we was, gotta get back to Bonnie. That was like my favorite part of the film, because that just encapsulates everything about Woody. Yeah, because he's, uh, it's about, uh, that's the message that I got from this movie was, you know, fi- uh, finding... Finding out who you are, uh, your identity, who you're yes. supposed to be, or who you feel to be, and you belong somewhere. Yes, and that and I believe that resonates a lot with today's society because a lot of people go through that. You know, from all walks of life, somehow, some way, you will always meet someone who's going through some similar situations, similar mm-hmm. issues, similar uh, mind struggle. You know. And so that's what Forky represented, and it was so well played off, very and it's well also off. very playfully played off but the message was like much deeper than that and way deep man, and just the character Forky itself was freaking cool uh, I really like Forky it was like very very touching yeah very 
warm. You and know? I just couldn't keep a straight face when they were just him and Woody are walking, holding hands. But Forky, the way they animate Forky walking was like a legit, like a stick, yeah. like a stick. Like they made it like it was pretty much accurate how yeah. it would be. So I'm just like I was, I couldn't keep a straight face. I'm like, <laughs> we're really we're just walking a fuck. We're watching a spork walk right now. That's funny. Um, actually, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, me and my my kids actually had the the idea after we watched this movie. We actually, we bought sporks and we made our own sporky. We went to like an art supply store. <laughs> That's great. And we all made our own sporky. <laughs> I love the part where Woody grabs sporky and runs and he only has his hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait for man. me, Woody. And I like the voice. The voice fits the character of Forky. Have you seen Arrested Development? Arrested Development? No. Uh, the, the voice of him is in there. Yeah. I know that. Oh, oh but that was a great movie. It was, really great movie. It was one of those like, even in the way it ended, you know, it was it's very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You know, satisfying ending. It wasn't like cheesy or like kind of just like a throwaway ending. It was just actually a good, satisfying ending to this entire series. You know, ending to the, these characters, and you know, sadly we gotta say goodbye to them. You know, because yeah. that's it. No more Toy Story. After but I felt this. like this one was more. This movie was mostly made made more for Woody only. Yeah. It was just one last story for Woody. Yeah. Definitely. The cowboy. Man. He got the life he wanted. But I I'm this is definitely a movie I'm gonna buy on DVD on Blu ray. I wanna get like a whole collection. They're gonna have a collection. Oh that'd be awesome. Can't wait. Uh, I can't wait for it. It was a, a funny thing um when we went to go see it, you know, me and my family went to go see it in theaters. They were showing we went to see it on release day. Mm-hmm. On we went to all the way to um, the Edwards Theater in Mira Mesa. Yeah. At they had like different screens showing this movie. At the entrance of all the screens, they had one of the toys. Really. Like, on top, they oh, had like Buzz Lightyear on one. They had Bo, the new Bo, mm-hmm. on there, and then Woody on another one, and I and Sporky. That's Sporky. cool. It was cool. The one that we went through had Bo on top. That's dope. Oh, another thing. About this film, I feel like Jesse was like the MVP. Really? She with because she went and popped the tire. That's right. It was like without her doing that, they would have left. <laughs> the dad's going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> the freaking unicorn. The unicorn. We are not sending the dad to jail. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> but that when he gets pulled funny. over, when they're trying the to dad's get going, to, he was all happy. Dad's yeah. going to jail. The dad's going to jail. <laughs> that, that was, was awesome. Funny. That was cool. And then like um. And you feel um, Woody, how he's kind of jealous that he's not the main toy anymore. Yeah. And like, you, well, not necessarily jealous, but you can see how it's affecting him. Because he's like, what do I do now? Yeah. I'm lost. Like, what do and I like, he's trying to purpose? run things, but like the main toy in, as far as uh, Bonnie, Bonnie's world is, I forgot the doll's name, the rag doll. Yeah, the rag doll. But it's- she's, she's pretty much the leader. And so, and then when Woody's trying to take over, she's like, I got this, Woody. Chill. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But he doesn't. Yeah. He's not one of those toys that's in the back, you know? Yeah, and he's, he's not, not used to it. He's not used to it. And then he, that's what he is in this one. And so, and then it shows in that scene where he's in the closet. Mm-hmm. Like, Bonnie. You got your first Bonnie, dust bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to Like, Bonnie it? comes get pretty much all the toys out except him. And he's all like, oh, well, I'm just like, yeah, I know what to do. And so, and you see that. You feel that. And then... Ah, man. And it, uh, that was a pretty nice scene how Sporky came about. You know, Woody pretty much broke the rules and, you know, 
went as a freaking uh, stowaway in her backpack. Yeah. And then because of Woody, Sporky came about. You know, if it wasn't for Woody, Sporky would have never came about. Because remember, he's the one that put the, the materials in front mm. of Bonnie. And then that's when she had the idea to make him. Yeah. But cute. I really, really... Like I said, that's why I really liked about this movie. The fact that all the new characters were in the front seat this time. Yeah. You know. But he didn't have to included. put the old character in the flower bat. Well, it's because I feel like, you know, we already got three movies with those new, with the old True. characters. And we know that. And we know them. There's not much that they can show us of them. But, you know, that's why they want to focus on the new characters. Because yeah. they want a story that they wanted to tell. And they did a really, really good job the way they, they did, did it. And, you know, you know, it's it was a really fulfilling story. No, from beginning it, to end. Yeah, when Jesse got the the badge. Yeah, the when star, J- when uh, that, that, to- that, Woody gave it to yeah, her. Yeah, that was dope. That 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 one hit hard. Yeah, because because that goes to show that when Woody's finally realizing I'm done, that's it. I'm not a toy. I'm not Bonnie, so I'm not nobody's toy anymore. Yeah, you know, and like that's what uh, uh, Bo, that the lesson Bo taught him, and so and it was cool. It was really really good, and I really enjoyed this movie. Really good, yeah. So, the message. So, with that, it brings to the conclusion of today's podcast. Toy Story. Go see it. Are you guys sad that, you know, the the Toy Story saga is over? You know, what what were your thoughts on it? Right. You know? What do you remember from Toy Story 1, 2, or 3? Yeah, mine mine was Toy Story 2. You really? Yeah, Toy Story 2 was probably one of my favorite. Yeah, so far. I love, yeah, I I love Zerg. Zerg See, I love all of them, but my least favorite is Toy Story 1. But it's still a really good movie. I'm not saying it was a bad movie, but of all of them, I think Toy Story 1 is my least favorite. But Toy Story 2, definitely my favorite one. Yeah. For me, it'll be 1, then 2. I would say Toy Story 2 is my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Let's see. We have our own thoughts on our favorites, so what are yours? Let us know. And thank you for joining us, and we'll definitely see you back pretty soon for the next podcast. Yeah, and hey, Comic-Con's coming up, so we're definitely going to be oh, doing that. Oh, hell yeah, so stick around for that as well. We so. might do something different for Comic-Con, but we'll let you know. Thank you for coming. Peace, Peace. out.